We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. The Vale Podcast, driven by pioneer Ford Robin Vale. It's worth the drive. You two, honestly, what? when the music starts, surely you know by oh, now. We're back. Sorry. Doesn't help when you've got a distraction. How are you, Phil? Going all right, Jade. Come closer to the microphone. Oh, sorry. Seeing you've given up the original, like, the hot seat for your mate. Is that better? Yeah, that is better. (laughs) Thanks very much. How are you, Phil? Charlie, I am fantastic. That's good. Charlie, yeah. ask Phil what his reaction time was in the uh, 400 Thunder all I, final. All on... I got out of that was uh, first place loser. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So wow. The boys at lunch will love that because we were chucking in a few suggestions what we could call him. <laughs> first of the losers. Yeah, yeah. keep going. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I actually feel like, like I know you've won two national championships previously. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you should be congratulated. Yeah, do you know who this is? This yeah. is Phil Lamartina. I know. Mate, have you ever have you ever shown up to a drag strip with Phil Lamartina? It's like you're showing up with Bon Jovi. Have you ever been through a McDonald's drive-thru with Phil Lamartina? <laughs> really? <laughs> Can you please tell that story? I think we have told that story. On here? No, not on here. You I don't, sure? Yeah, I'm positive. I've never heard the story, although my memory's not yeah. great, but... Uh. So uh, we're sitting in the in the drive-thru at McDonald's. We're in a, in a little minibus. This is post us having a lot of drinks. <laughs> okay, who was a driving? Oh, it was end of season uh, indoor soccer. What was it? Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a, like a team bonding thing. Went out, had a few drinks, and uh, on the way home, we went through Macca's in, the, in a bus. Anyway, <laughs> young Phil. <laughs> well, he was young then. <laughs> He's sitting in there, and some guy, because there was a bit of a lineup in the Macca's drive-thru, and some guys come from three cars down and just walk past, and just walking past, and he's done a double take, and he's like, oh my God. And you go, boys, yeah, this is, this is Phil Lamartina. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, wow, you've gone a bit red, Phil. I've never seen that before. Uh, no, nah, it's all good. <laughs> so, uh, it's all good. And these were early days. This is like, yeah, hey, you hadn't even won anything. <laughs> I hadn't done anything yet. <laughs> really? Nah, it was, yeah, it was fairly early days. Yeah. A long time ago. Mm. His rock but, star status is up yeah. there. Well, we know that. We, mm. And we, we make sure we let him know every time we see him. <laughs> you don't tend to let us know very often, though, Phil. You oh, kind of keep that under your hat a bit. A little bit. Mm. I, I don't know why. <laughs> no, I don't. Honestly, I don't know why I do that. It's, um, you know, what we do is pretty awesome. Mm. Um, it's a massive effort. It is get, a massive effort to get um, to get you know all the car like the car there and the hospitality trailer and the, all the boys that crew on the car and and Sarah, know, not just boys, nah, and the family. Mm. And um, you know, normally we're catering just our crew with the kids and everything. There's about twenty of us. Yeah, when we we, we it's rock a up, big setup. Yeah, it takes yeah it takes a fair few hours to set up and mm. a fair few more hours to pack up. So. Um, and all the racing in between, so it's it's a massive effort. And Rocky's crewing now on on the car, so he does he bolts a cylinder head on and off yep. between you know between rounds or runs. Mm. And um, and young Ross is driving the junior. He had a good yeah. He's he had a good he weekend. He just lets himself down a little bit. Like sorry, I shouldn't say that in the sense, but he kicks himself. I don't have to tell him, but um, yeah, he red lit. Yeah, and he's got the car's got a good package when mm. it's um. 
for dial your own racing, like mm. that that bracket racing, and um, he could have easily just taken it all the way to the final because the girl that bet him, the racer that bet him, sorry, that um, doesn't, you know, there's Genders. boys and girls. But yep, irrelevant. Yeah, um, mm. The racer that bet him actually won the winters. <laughs> won oh, the really? Winning. Yeah, right. so he could have just carried on through. Yeah. Uh, there's so much pressure on them kids. You know, there's so many red lights. Mm. You know, they're just, they're just. How come? Push, oh, Too eager. Yeah. They're pushing, the, you know, they're pushing the limit because they don't want a poor reaction time because they've got a chase and then their package isn't as good on the dial-in and um, throws it all out, so they're pushing. But they're young, though. Like, that'll come. Oh, mate. It's, Won't it? it? Yeah, it does, but, like, Pete Zibra's done it. Mm. You know, so anybody can do it and um, and everybody does do it, especially in eliminations. It's so much pressure and then, mate, to go down to pick up the cars after a run and the kids are there Outside their cars, sitting down, hands, uh, you know, facing their hands, crying. Yeah. Crying. Well, there's so much lead up mm. and so much work that goes into it. I can imagine. It would be yeah. an emotional experience. They they take it harder. They put more pressure on themselves than the adults do. Yeah, right. Yeah, a lot more. They're, they're, <laughs> so, How come? Uh, they just – I think they – like – the people that go there know the effort that gets in, you know, mm. puts in, like mum and dad, what the effort that they put in to put that junior on the, you know, to bring it there and everything. And um, and, and the kids know that. There's a certain amount of expectations, I think, from some parents mm. and I think it just kills them. Mm. So, they just want to make mum and dad proud. Yeah. Are you proud? Of Ross? Yeah. Of course. And Rocky? <laughs> yeah. I don't have to tell them. Well, sometimes you do. Well, all right. I'm proud. There you go. <laughs> And all the kids, not just them two. No, yeah, yeah that's right. No, that's that's right. right. Yeah, but I did watch it. It was um, yeah, it was good coverage. It was great it was coverage. On, it was good coverage. Yeah, um, I saw Pauline Hanson. Was it? Oh, mate, did you see <laughs> yeah. <hear> that? <laughs> did that make Did that make you nervous? No, no, <laughs> no. Well, to get to do with me, I didn't. No, I, did you actually did see? Did you know? No, did you, you know see when, was, the yeah, was, the footage of her? No. She didn't see the footage. No, I didn't it's say her. Hilarious. Oh yeah, she stood between the two fuel cars in first round, and um, basically they had to ca- catch her. <laughs> I didn't her. watch the first round. I only watched the final because I knew you were in yeah, it. Yeah, no, nah. no, nah, the first and um, they had to catch her. She literally um, Peter pants. It. She. Yeah. yeah. In well, her, really? In her social media, she said that um, the noise is enough to wake the dead. Yeah. Yeah. She's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's well, crazy. it shakes the ground. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. But the coverage that we watched on Fox was was awesome. Yeah, so, so it's the last race meeting of the year, and all the championships were things. So even the run, like the category before us in top alcohol, was down to the last one with yeah. Gary Phillips and Stephen Reid. Mm. So that was the championship and the winters, and all down to the last run, uh, which Gary Phillips won. Um, yeah, so there was a lot of lot of tension, mm. a lot of tension, and mm. we done our best shot. But man, Pete Zibris, that's just world class. Runs he was doing, mm. but um, yeah. But your reaction crazy. time was better in the final. Charlie, take note. Yeah, what o- was it? O fifty five to mm. an O sixty seven, but I went in deep. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means <laughs> it means he's quicker than you. <laughs> no, Not no. what do you think? <laughs> um, well, literally, but um, so I bumped the car in. Normally, I shallow stage, so I get a run up to the. 60-foot timers to get a better time. Oh, okay. Makes the track seven inches longer. I know that doesn't mean much, but when you're accelerating that fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just I took a chunk out of it. So, yeah, I went in deep. So that means my the 60-foot time 
um, gets affected, but my reaction time's better. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah, I break the beams quicker. Mm. Nice. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway, so I can well. do a lot of things. So you're going around again next year? At this stage. At this stage. Yeah. What's going to change between now and then? No, nah, not for me. No. I want to go around again. No, mm. it's um, we're working on some stuff as a category. Okay. Yeah. You get, have you got some stuff coming from America or what's going on there? No? No. 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 All, all our stuff comes from <laughs> America. Yeah, I know it comes from America. I thought you had some – I thought there was some secretive works going on with the engine or something. No? No. Nah. No, okay. All right. Must be no, just the rumour mill. Yeah, no, I'd like to – if we could, but obviously COVID, I was going to get – Someone to come out and help mm. Aaron, or give a few, no, just be a little bit more of a sounding board for Aaron with the tune up. But obviously that can't happen. Mm. But um, yeah, now Pete's got Tim Adams and Ben Patterson, young Benny Patterson. He went to the US and spent a bit of time with some pretty top level teams, and um, he's brought a wealth of knowledge back with him. Mm. And um, you can tell the methodical way they turn the car around and you know get it back on the start line and for the repetitive and repetitiveness but you know we had that the same too because we ran 387 three times yeah <laughs> so that's pretty cool in a fuel car mm. but just not quite enough but your final time was 367 or something wasn't no, it no 387 oh was it well, it was okay. another 87 yeah right 87 I thought it was but i had a tendency i probably i could have ran like probably an 86 85 but i um as soon as the car <laughs> in the opposite lane which was pete gets out a mm. little bit I tendency to look across and as oh. you look across, you actually steer towards him as you're going down the drag strip. Yeah, and you could see your car tilt a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I was looking, looking at, at him. him. Yeah, and right. I should have been looking where I was going. Uh-huh. Um. It's a bad mis- It's a bad error because it's. I shouldn't do it. It's mm. dangerous, mm. but yeah. You'd think you would have learnt by now how to avoid danger. Yeah, I've got to put, I'm going to put the um, blinkers on. Blinkers on. Mm-hmm. On mm. the, especially on the windscreen, yeah. and maybe on my helmet. Hey, here's a question. Luke and I were talking about this while we were watching it. How do you start drag race? Like I know you, you know, years ago when you were taking GTs to Mildura or whatever, but how do you start? Like how do you learn to drive a top fuel dragster? Oh, the best that oh, – for me, I, I didn't go through the ranks at all. I actually just um, – we bought the car and Darren Morgan drove it and then from there I went – and done a course over in the US yeah. with Frank Hawley's driving school and then um, with an alcohol dragster, which is not the same, but it's still a dragster, so mm. you still get the feel of the, le- like, you know, how the car reacts. Well, yeah. And, but normally, like, you go through the juniors mm. and then into, say, a, a car, like, not a sedan. If you wanted to go into door slammer or funny car, you'd sort of, sort of tend towards a sedan vehicle. And then, um, but if you want to get into top fuel, which it's hard to do, but mm. normally like a modified dragster is quick enough, like a seven-second dragster, that can give you enough feel of what's going on. Mm. And then everything else just speeds up after that. It's it's more to your your brain has to catch up with where you are on the racetrack. Yeah, okay. I think I've said this before. I've seen plenty of people drive and, um, you know, get back and say, oh, this it done it at this time or this time and you th- – uh, what did the car do? And they said, oh, I've done this. Uh, whereabouts did it do it? You know, on the racetrack? Oh, it happened here. No, it actually happened earlier. Mm. But by the time you actually recognise where you were. <laughs> yeah. You're actually. You're at, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, yeah. It's, yeah. You, Motorsport you, just seems like such a, 
especially, you know, top fuel drag racing, seems like unless you you generationally into it, it yeah, it's seems very it's very hard to get involved. Yeah, and that's we were just where talking I, about that the other know, day. We ended up giving you don't just start in go karts. No, that's right. No, it's <laughs> completely. Yeah, it's a bit different. Mm. It's because it's so, and also too the cars like they're so expensive to run. So yeah. normally the people that are tipping the money and like to get that enjoyment out of it. Mm. And I've always said if I wasn't good enough at any time, you know, we'd find someone better because mm. that's ultimately what we want to do. But at this stage here, I'm cutting. I'm cutting the mustard, so yeah. might as well just Only just, well, just. You still got time for me to come in. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I've got one more, and this is going to be sound like a silly question before we get to the Chalutz Challenge, <laughs> and well, we'll talk about that. But right, If you want to talk about anyone that's the next generation, like I can already tell that Ross Rock, has already got yeah. is, is Do Ross and Rocky, is it on the cards for them to go to the US and do the, like go through the ranks and go to a team over there and train no. or and then come back? No? <laughs> no, they've got to work. That's it. <laughs> Phil! It's as simple as that. There's not <gasps> that much money in it. Are you going to squash their dreams because they got to work? Yeah, but, Jade, it's not, no, it's I'm not gonna, paying the bills. I'm gonna give them, exactly. I'm going to give them the opportunity to work so they can have their own dreams uh, and then fulfil their own. Good dreams. answer. Good answer. I'm not giving them nothing. Good. Good. Um, well, the thing is, though, too, in the US, is it is it worth money? Not really. It's very similar to it's so, yeah. hard. Yeah. It's, it's a tough gig. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's a tough gig. Oh, I'd love if they, you know, if they showed interest and in all that sort of thing, that's not a problem. And, you know, I said I'd like to, I'd like to go to the US first and do a, round, a, a race meeting or two yeah. over there myself yeah. before, you know, I die. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> dra- dra- <laughs> racing dragsters, that could be any time. No. <laughs> wow, yes and no. Um, but um, I feel safe as houses in them. It's crazy. How Even after nearly like the cr- the two big sh- crashes you've had, you still feel safe as? Stupid, yep. Is that because of the chassis modification? No, just, just yeah, just enough confidence in yourself and, and the equipment. Yeah, right. Because it's the equipment that failed, not – me personally, so at the end of the day, I haven't done anything wrong yet. Mm. Well, you know, if they told positive. me I over, <laughs> you know, overdrove it, you know, poor old Pete Zibris, unfortunately, he's had a couple accidents, and one of them was basically, look, <laughs> in a nutshell, it's his fault. Yeah, right. overdrove yeah. it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he wasn't hurt. He, well, well, he was a bit, but, um, yeah. So mm. you come to terms with it to say you analyze everything. Okay. What happened here? Mm. Not my fault. Okay, keep going. Yeah, well, fair, it's a good attitude. Yeah. Here, this is going to sound like a silly question, but again, it came up when we were watching it the other day. Top fuel. Yes. The fuel that goes into it, is it Avgas? No. What is it? It's nitromethane. Oh. Okay. It's basically a chemical. <laughs> you yeah. know difference? Yeah, well, not really, but when anything says nitro, I'm like, I realize high burning thing. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm. got a. Um, it, it's, it's very volatile under compression. Mm. So basically. It's, you know, with petrol, you can just, you can light the fumes. Yes. Basically, you can put a match out in nitro, but you hit it with a hammer, my God. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, you know, the, um, I think I've told you this before, the um, the bombing of um, in America where that van come up to the building. Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah, yep. that was a ton of ni- um, ammonia nitrate. Yes. And, um, and one... Drum, like one two oh five of uh, nitro. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's how they made that. It took out that whole building. Yeah. Mm. Gee whiz, I remember that. 
I remember that so now, vividly. Do you realise this podcast is now going to be on the buddy <laughs> <laughs> FBI? <laughs> what name? Watch list. So yeah, okay. that's just the, yeah, yeah. Don't do it, kids. Don't yeah. play with it. Mm, let's all right. Let's talk about the Chalutz challenge because he still thinks he can take you. <laughs> I'm. Uh, what am I driving? What are you driving? I don't care. I'll beat you anyway. <laughs> oh. He's confident now, anyway. even though he's the first loser. <laughs> <laughs> I've, um, I've teed it up with the boys, obviously with COVID hit and that rain and everything like that, but probably the second week of the school holidays, something that around day? that. I'm not sure. Charlie doesn't roughly. work around school holidays. He doesn't got any kids. I can oh, tell you. That's just, you know, shift worker, mate. I just work all anyway, the time. Anyway, it's, it's on during the week, any time. Um, we just got to set it up and we can go out to the Majora Drag Strip. And, um, right, yeah. and 7th it of happen. July it'll be. Nice. Ish. Roughly. Yeah, early July. Mm. Yeah, right. So we'll bring the put podcast my, out uh, there. Yeah, we will. I'd like to Let's put that in my calendar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you my ass kicked. And then next week it'll be training for. <laughs> ass kicking and then. How, how can I train for reaction times? <laughs> like, can like you see someone the first time to get me? Oh. <laughs> 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 Maybe a punch to the head. <laughs> do you want to do that too? <laughs> um, what can you do to train? <laughs> What do you do to train? Um, at any set of traffic lights. Don't ever. <laughs> do well, yeah. Do you? Oh. And Maybe what, and what it is. The, that'd be great. Nah, <laughs> the beauty about it is um, if you talk about that mm. at the traffic lights, mm. if you've got a car full of people <laughs> and they're talking, mm. so it's like the engine's running and mm. that's the distraction. Mm. So you've got to focus on the lights. Mm. Yeah. So what I do is it's something to, to try. Don't watch the green. Watch the red for when it changes. When it goes off. Don't t- you're giving him tips. That's right. There's two uh, – <laughs> the old Christmas tree, it's like red, orange, orange. No. So there's two top – two uh, like staging lights. Yeah. So um, pre-stage and then full stage. Yeah. You have to turn them on to activate them when both – all four lights are lit, like two on your side and two on the other opposition – that's when the tree gets activated by the starter and he pushes a button and then the a computer automatically generates how long it takes for the amber and then for green. Oh, because, so it's different every time. Yeah, because what was happening <laughs> what was happening cuz in a, in the US they were using the same starter. Yeah. Everyone actually started becoming accustomed to when it went into full stage how long he took to push the button until the lights went. Ah. So they actually guessed the tree. Yeah. yeah. Normally nine times out of ten they actually got it and then someone cotton on to, hang on, their reaction times are like killer. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, and then they worked out they're guessing the tree. Yeah, right. So they put a program into the into the timing system yeah. that when the starter activates the tree once it's in full stage, yeah. a timer thing so it's not the same. Ah. And that's what they said with Pete Zibris. Yeah. He had the sun in his eyes in the left-hand lane when he red-lit against me. Um, they said the tree was quite long, but I've tried to explain to myself, you mean you're, you're sitting there with 10,000 horsepower sitting behind you, you know, you're ready to stand on a hand grenade, you've taken your foot off the clutch, you've put your foot around, and then you bump it into stage with the brake, and it's just go. You know, from there yeah. to go. Mm. So you're there waiting and it's ooh, takes a lot of nerve. Mm. Anyway, he red lit. Because what happened was on that run there, I even though it was a 76, it was pretty quick, 
he, I, I thought I had a not a bad reaction time, so I took off. And next minute, about the, th- oh, just before the three hundred foot mark, this car is just going out. I looked across and I think, what the hell? Anyway, yeah, got to the end, and that was that one. That he got right out because he got a full car length because he he jumped the re- he jumped the start. But um, yeah, mm, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It takes a lot of nerve. And what you can see too, I can see his spo- like make out what his sponsor is because I know what it is on the car. Mm. So when he comes out, it's white. His white car at yeah, the front. Yep. And it comes out and he's got a rhino on the front. Mm. And it comes out and you can see and he's thinking, man, oh, man. But I shouldn't do it. I watch. It was only point, point one one that you lost it by, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, an eternity, a tenth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ten- well, but it, like to a layman. No. Losing a championship by point one one. <laughs> Of a second. Of a second. Like. Not a second, point one. Yeah, of a second. point one <laughs> of a second. Yeah, I know. That's, do you remember Debbie Flintoff King? Yes. Off topic. Remember she won the 400 hurdles by point one of a second? Yeah, right. In 88. She won a gold medal by point one of a second. Well, Pete Zibris won. Yeah, by point, point, point one of a second. second. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, my, that's my point. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So now we're on like Donkey Kong. Right, uh, as soon as we can tee it up, we're we're in. Don't don't go testing your reaction time in the ambulance at traffic lights. <laughs> please, anyone that's, that's listening to this, please don't try this at home. Don't try anything that Phil does. Please, he's a highly trained professional. Hey, the seventh of the Wednesday though. Yeah. During oh, the week. I'm just probably after that. Like maybe. Tenth. Hopefully, maybe we'll just see. But um, no, the yeah, tenth is another Saturday. little trick. Yeah, another little said. trick on the on nah. the. It's not going to be on a Saturday because footy. Yeah, it can't be on a Saturday, man. Come on. Can it be on a Friday Catch on up. the ninth? We'll try. Mm. Another little trick too on the when you're at the traffic lights is if you want, hold your foot on the brake a little bit and accelerate just a little bit. Just stall it up. Phil, again, don't gets, try this at I feel home. Like he's telling me that gets your revs up a little yeah. bit, so you get it quicker. Yeah, well, the so the traction goes. control kicks in and he no, 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 soils no. himself. Just, just a little bit of a yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no traction control on uh, on the amb- oh, there ambulance. Is, there is, but I hope so. Yeah. Well, you need to get Ben on board to see what we're going to drive first. Mm. <sighs> I've got a what's the name out there at the moment. What? An injury. Toyota Kluger. F- <laughs> <laughs> Your community engagement car with Ambulance Victoria. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No, well, we'll have to wait and see. Do you reckon you could do it in the AU? Against the? Uh, I don't know, a Ranger or something? Oh. Uh, we saw the rea- we saw the uh, 0-100. Mm. The Ranger wasn't that much quicker. Yeah, because you backed off. No. You backed off. Because it, it kicks in. It, yeah. It does its own little thing. Mm-hmm. And you backed off. I'll give it a go. Hmm. Jeez, that'd be funny. Wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let's talk about footy real quick. Yes. Uh, Thursday, I mean, this will come out after that, but um, we're back to normal, back at Robinvale. Yes. On Saturday. Hooray. Uh, Mills. Thursday night, yep. You coming? Well, I was here last Thursday and I went down there for a meal and nothing. We couldn't. Restrictions, (laughs) mate. (laughs) Surely. What's the matter with you? Can't. But wait a minute. (laughs) In normal restaurants, you could have – if you just got to limit the amount of people. Yeah. It? The nah, Romvale Football Club is not a normal restaurant. Have you seen how busy that place gets on a Thursday night? Well, we had to just – that busy last look, No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just, um, we just thought we'd do the right thing. But, man, doing the right thing and what is the right thing. At this stage here, we need footy and we need that as a community service. So mm. we're just um, – we're doing our thing mm. and it's, it's all good. Yeah. 
So, no, nah, looking forward to it. Yes. Um, the boy's done really well on the weekend without me. Now, Maybe the new bloke, to... number 33, what's his name? Justin Marriott. Yeah. What a jet. Mm. He's pretty handy. Not bad. Yeah. Don't want to get and too uh, excited. <laughs> oh, Why? Did you see um, the Sarays Daily this on Monday? Yes. With jo- uh, James? No, they're just saying, yeah. But apparently we're back. Ted, making finals. Oh, Where did we go? Oh, no, nah, relax. They're calling it already. <laughs> nah, yeah. No, no, We've got a long way to go. Um, it's only nine rounds left, though. Yeah, no. Look, it's it's for us. It's if we can, it's the fourth, you know, fourth position. That's the only one we can sort of make. Mm. Um, That'll get us into finals. No, no, that's all we need. No, no, that's all we need. That's right. That's what that's what we're aiming for. Richmond have won a premiership from eighth. <laughs> Let's not forget. <laughs> anyway, um, hopefully this year they'll finish ninth again. Yeah, shut up, Charlie. Um, <laughs> Go so South got a reality check on the weekend, which was good. And um, who did they play? Imps. Oh, yeah. oh. So, um, yeah. No, look, we're um, we're we're working towards finals. Mm. That's it. You know, we had a bit of a rough start, and we've had some injuries, and we've had some excuses, and no more excuses. And Gilly's back, and the boys are back, and Gilly is back. Mm. Yeah. So he's only going to get better with a few more games under his belt. Um, is Phil yeah. staying? Phil Moimoy? No, he's back. He's going to be back playing VFL this uh, weekend. Are they back? Okay. Yeah. All right. So That's we've got shame. another one that um, we just might be local coming well, back this weekend. Who? Can't say. What do you mean you can't say? It's can't say. This will come out. <laughs> <laughs> this is, have you heard him no, talk rubbish Here we go again. He wants to have a game in the resi. No, I oh, don't. So do I. I was joking <laughs> about really? it. Why don't you? Nah. <laughs> No, I'd never said I wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's another little one. Really? Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see what happens. A local coming back. Mm. Donnie Favreau. <laughs> I said coming. <laughs> no, a local that's not here. All oh, right. Yeah. Oh. Brad. Playing. Who? Brad. Brad. <laughs> Brad who? Brad. Brad O'Connor. O'Connor. No. He's only local. No, no, no. no. Young Richard, He's yeah. retired, Richard hasn't he? <laughs> Richard Hendricks voluntarily retired. I don't know. No, young, young bloke. Young bloke. Plays footy, so it's good. Seamus Mitchell. Oh, far out. Could you imagine? He's gone um, He's gone up the injury list, though. Mm. He's gone from uh, indefinite to two to three weeks. Mm. So that's positive. Yeah, no, nah, he's right. Just needs a clip around the ears. <laughs> oh, does he? He's <laughs> gone. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> so, yeah. No, nah, we're, we're, we're tracking okay. We're tracking okay. We are. Yeah, one week it's going to be a massive effort. <laughs> it's all about the one percenters. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a massive effort this weekend against Merbein, top of the table. You know, Are they, they top of the table? They haven't lost the game. Merbein. Really? I haven't taken any. I take no notice Mate. of the ladder until about do the you know, end uh, of July. Do you know who their reserves coach is at the moment? <laughs> who, Merbein's? Yeah. Is Michael Campisi. Oh, yeah. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, they've got a um, bloke by the name of Josh Carmichael. Just an absolute gun. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, but surely one player doesn't make a side. Oh, it's, it's can ma- it can lift a side. No, no and doubt. that's what it and that's what it's done. It's given him the belief. Is he Daniel's brother? No, remember Dan Carmichael? Is it Daniel? Mm, nah. Plays for Mildura. Don't know. Mm, anyway, so anyway, um, they got some really good footballers and some young ones coming through. So I'm intrigued as to who this is that's coming back. <laughs> Not a sure thing yet. Obviously, clearance hasn't gone through. No, well, we've put it. Let me just check. <laughs> No, nothing yet. Yeah, and it's just with the other, the other boys, the young ones who gets to go and play pioneers and yeah. Just, Can we talk about that? Well, not too sure yet. I haven't. I don't really know a hundred percent. Hmm. 
Because mm. we'll lose one, won't we, at least this weekend. I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm assuming. I haven't spoken to that person yet, but I've seen a clearance to come through uh, to the Pioneers for this weekend. Uh, mm. So it's me nephew, young Joseph. Yeah. Oh, good for him, though. Yeah, it is. great it's for him. Great. Mm. great. Bad for us, but great for him. It is. Yeah, yeah. So it's, now all his efforts, he's, he's, he's had a pretty good solid year so far. Mm. Got a good footy brain. Oh, he's a, he's a jet. He's a good footballer. Yeah. He's a smart footballer. Yeah. And, and that's and he's started a new takes role. Up to his uncle. Maybe. <laughs> no, Uncle um, Thomas. <laughs> gotcha. Or John or Angelo. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's he's working he's been working with um Jimmy's app, you know, in the forward line there. I think they've been yeah. working. And they work really well. Yeah. Yeah. They just it's funny, I think they've got like I know it's a footy language that they speak but it's a language that they don't even have to speak to know what yeah. each other is. Both. It comes with playing as a group for so long and knowing each other so yeah. well I think. And I think that's that'll come on the netball court too because there's been obviously some restructures there. That'll come. That'll come. I'm not expecting either of you to make comment on the netball no. side but No, how's it going? Come. We've spent you know a good 20 minutes on footy. Yeah, look, the B grade the B grade group is um, gelling really well. I think it's um, I can't speak for anybody else because I'm only playing B grade. Um, You're right. You don't stick around and watch the rest of them. Well, I do. I stick around and watch um, C stick grade after <laughs> C res afterwards. To, is she, she umpires. Oh, yeah, and I umpire A grade, yeah. so I can give you that perspective on the on the A grade. But the B grade as a group, we, I think we've clicked really well. It's just it's just that getting to know each other's language. That's all, and we've we've all agreed to go around again next year when we finally everything sort of settled in. And wow, how old will you be next year? <sighs> Not too old to play netball, Charlie. Oh, just wondering. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe they found someone to replace. So that's why they're going around again. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can just coach them. That'd be great. <laughs> no, I wouldn't coach for a no, long time. No uh, way. Your coach looks like he'll do it again. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, yeah. and he really enjoys it. And you know what? He's really. I don't know what for. Um, oh, stop! <laughs> really seriously, like, come on. What? Who's your coach? Putting up Steve Baden. Oh, yeah. As in basketball, Steve. Yeah, yeah. as in oh, basketball, nice. Steve. But some of the drills he's got me doing, because I've gone from the defensive end to the shooting end, and some of the drills that he's got me doing to um, teach me to shoot again, because it's been a long time, uh, are actually paying off. I've been oh. down at the courts every day this week shooting. Oh, you know. look at you go. I'm not, it's not, nothing to do with look at you go, but it's the, <laughs> I'm talking about. Even though Steve's not, you know, not a netballer and doesn't really know the rules of netball, it's the drills and the ball handling stuff and that skill is what he brings and it's it's paying off. So mm. good on him. Good on him. So I hope he does stick around. And we've got, uh, yeah, the cocktail night this weekend. Oh, so yeah. 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 I'm that's not going, good. sorry. That's okay. We'll still. Oh, you'll carry on. Yeah, still I won't, I won't we'll be there. Like yeah. <laughs> Probably you'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Are you going, Chalutz? No. I. What am I doing this weekend? Stuff on. Joe Avardi's <laughs> playing at the Tully Buck Sporting Club. Is, That's where I'm going. Yeah. Oh, no. Is he going to Mildura or? Here? I don't think so. Well, well the Mildura Arts Centre have made things. Sushi Mango was supposed to go there as well. Yeah. And oh, Mildura, Mildura Arts Centre have uh, made things hard, so they've pulled the pin. But Why, fingers crossed, they'll be coming closer to us. Ooh. Ooh. Jeez. I can't it. say anything about it yet, but let me just say that the tech team from Swan Hill were at the community centre last oh. week. That's There's a few things on the cards. We're, we're going to put some life back into that place. Good on you. Good. Yeah. About time. It is about time. It's so just, can we get some nicer seats? Well, we've got a heap of applications for funding in at the moment to really give it a shake up. 
Because yeah. it's away. I love that place and it's just wasted. Well, that's wasted. where we should be having that thing tonight, uh, this weekend. The but, cocktail, yeah. 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 But anyway, it's with Victoria, we just, you just couldn't, can't. Just couldn't no. plan it. We up. haven't. At Houston Club. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, right. yeah, look, you do these things. They go around, they come around. But, mm. yeah, at the end of the day, you know, I'd love. But anyway, look, let's – it is what it is. We we talk about this, you know, when we get back to COVID normal and all this crap mm. is just killing us. Well, new restrictions mm. being lifted. Do yeah. we? Do you see the rural ones? Has, has anything changed for us? Um, yeah, well, the outdoor gathering, that's why we can have footy at Robinvale this week. And that's it? But Pretty much. Then Anyway, let's, no, let's not get into it. Yeah, let's not <laughs> talk about that. please. Mm-hmm. Really. Righto. Well, Phil, Congratulations and commiserations. Bloody good effort. Yeah, no, thanks. Love Bloody good effort. Well um, done. Coming first place loser. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, you're an asshole. I really appreciate it, Charlie. You know what they say? If you ain't winning, you're coming last. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, anyway. We'll but, talk to you um, the week of the Chillets Challenge. Yeah. 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 No, we'll, we'll, cut, we'll touch base and mm. see how we go. But, Hopefully um, I don't have to be in Bendigo that week, which would be good. No, nah, it'd be good. Um, oh, it's going to be a bit hard if you have to be. Isn't it? No, I'll, obviously I'll be back Friday. We're gonna um, gonna have the uh, gonna bring the fuel car home. Oh, ooh, when? End of next month. Ooh. And what are we gonna do with it? No, nah, nothing. It's just you're not gonna have like a meet and greet. There's a drag strip in Swan nah, Hill. You can. No, for young Rocky's birthday, he's gonna we're gonna have the fuel car there. Do a few startups. Really? Yeah. Hey, that's cool. It is, is it his eighteenth? Yeah. It is, yeah, nice. Yeah. Beautiful. Sarah's told us we're not allowed to put it down off the jack stands and do burnouts. Of course she's a party pooper. I know, it's <laughs> so dangerous, she reckons. <laughs> oh, well. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's no, pretty cool. Yeah, very yeah, cool. It is. Oh. So we'll see what happens. I'll wait for my invite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, keep waiting. <laughs> <laughs> you too. All <laughs> uh, right, uh, bye. Anyway. Um, no, nah, it's all good. All good. Now, Charlie, it's imperative that we talk about this and we talk about it urgently because this has been on the table for a very, very, very long time and uh, your brother was actually the first one oh, to ring me. Oh, are talking about um, the Phil versus Charlie? No, the Chillets Challenge, uh, no. No, no we're not. Something far, that doesn't actually involve you but oh, right. it does involve your family. Your brother was actually the first one to call me about it this morning and that is the announcement this morning from Minister Little Proud about an ag visa. We've got Dr Webster on the phone. How are you? Oh, look, I'm pretty pretty excited is all I can say. It's been uh, a lot of hard work, but we're here. Yeah, now this is amazing. And like I said, this is something that we've been talking about uh, for, gosh, at least two years now, probably since you've been on the job with the National Party, yeah? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yep, no, it's um, beyond exciting. It's taken a lot of negotiation and uh, we just needed to find the right lever to uh, fundamentally uh, have our coalition colleagues accept that what we have said our people want must happen. And the FTA with the UK, so the Free Trade Agreement, um, we only signed up to on the basis that with the loss of um, WHM uh, holidaymakers or backpackers coming to Australia from UK, that we wanted it filled, that gap mm. filled with ag visa from ASEAN countries. So I am beyond stoked. 
Yeah, and so initially when I first saw the announcement, I saw the free trade agreement had been struck with the UK, which took out that 88-day need for working holiday makers to come to regional. And I panicked, I'll be honest. I panicked and went, what? How on earth is that going to work? And then what followed that was the announcement of the AG visa for um, ASEAN um, countries. And we're not, I'm not being facetious, Charlie, A-S-E-A-N, yes. which include uh, Malaysia, Thailand, Vietnam, the Philippines, Singapore, Myanmar, Indonesia, Cambodia, Brunei and Laos to come to Australia. Nice. Yep. That, like, yep. this is what we've been asking for. So. That's right. And there is uh, there's no cap. And it will operate like a seasonal worker program. So, in other words, the framework or the structure for the department is already in existence. So, there will not be, if we have anything to do with it, and we will, uh, there will not be any major delay. We expect this to be able to open up in third uh, quarter, which is basically July. So, any time now. Yay! That was going to be my next question. How long do we have to wait for this to actually happen? Yep, that's right. So, uh, obviously, there are details. I've been and uh, met with the Minister for Immigration this afternoon because I've got other things up my sleeve right now, which I can't divulge, but oh. I will. Oh. You could. Uh, and so, he is wanting some fine detail in terms of, you know, how it's going to work. Uh, obviously, quarantine is another issue during COVID, so... Um, you know, I, I'm really impressed with the South Australian Paringa model of quarantine for um, Pacific Labor uh, mm. for the PLS. And so what we want is Victoria to agree to a um, an on-farm quarantine or some other form of quarantine that will work for these people coming from these particular countries. Uh, while COVID is a bit rampant in some of those countries, there are others that are, are doing very well. So, yep, look, we're just going to keep pushing the um, foot on the gas and um, continue to uh, impress upon our Liberal colleagues that this is not optional at all. It is very much part of uh, the agreement that we sign up to the FTA. Mm. See, uh, you said um, July, um, there's a good chance it'll start in July. Is it going to be the same process as uh, the Pacific Islander thing? Like, what do the farmers have to do? That's what I want to know. Yeah. How do we sign up to it? Okay, okay. So the people who will be able to bring these uh, workers out will be either labour hire contractors or farm businesses. So, uh, look, from my point of view, we need to have a um, holistic reform of what has actually been happening already. Uh, My push to both the Ag Minister and the Immigration um, Minister, and I need to yet speak to Christian Porter about this as the Minister for Industry and Employment, is that we need to have uh, tax file numbers uh, mandatory on arrival or part of the application process for these workers when they come to Australia, and payment needs to be by single-touch payroll. Um, There are other mechanisms and means by which um, there can be greater accountability or regularisation of this industry because nobody, and I am one of those in the front of the line, want to see any more exploitation. Mm, So it's really imperative that we have systems in place whereby these workers can come in, do their amazing, fantastic work, and uh, then, you know, go home uh, at an appropriate time. So they're here for nine months, go home for three, back to nine months, go for three, et cetera. And nine months is, is 
almost perfect timing because we always talk about how the season here is really 10 months of the year. But once the once particularly the grape and nut season's finished, going home for the yeah. winter, fantastic, and then being able to come, that's amazing. So does this, does the ag visa um, lead to pathways for permanent residency or no? Uh, no, um, that is not how the ag visa will work. Okay. Um, but it will be open to skilled and unskilled. I think that's really important to note. So people can return visit. Um, what what we what we are effectively doing is saying that we need to look after these people, pay them appropriately, and then send them home so they can do all the building of their own lives in back home. Um, you know, a lot of people build a home for their parents or pay for schooling or whatever it might be. Um, and because they earn so much here, mm-hmm. relatively speaking, they earn so much. So, yeah, look, to me, it's an opportunity to implement uh, reform uh, to this patch, and um, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think we're all excited about it. It's it's pretty amazing, and to be to be able to go through so quickly, essentially before the next picking season, is amazing. Yeah, well, we'll get them for bunch trimming. Yeah. Hopefully that'd be good. Yeah. Bunch trimming, yep. put on covers. Well, I mean, Great. The thing is that um, Minister Little Proud is certainly uh, seen him a couple of times today, had conversations with him about this, and he is certainly not going to let um, bureaucracy or, um, you know, excuses come in the way of this being implemented. As I said, the structure is already there. So Mm. it is a matter of our um, engagement with these other countries allowing this process to go through. So, I mean, obviously the countries have to sign up. It's an opt-in. It's not a you have to. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, our hope is that Philippines and Singapore and Vietnam and uh, Cambodia and Indonesia and all the other places, Malaysia, will sign up and um, that it will uh, stymie some of the practices that have been happening. It will just, you know, prevent them... Yeah, especially if we can cut out if farm businesses can apply for this and cut out the middleman, middle it'd be even better. Yeah, and I think that was one of the concerns that the the growers that I've spoken to this morning, the, their main concern was: is this going to get caught up in bureaucracy? How soon can we get it? And how easy is it going to be? Yeah, look, um, as I said, uh, my hope my hope is that there won't be anything coming away of this. Um, obviously, there are details. Somebody said to me, oh, the devil's in the detail. Well, it's true. It is true. And, you know, our, our point is that this is serious policy, um, a serious policy shift. And um, we have worked really hard in the nationals to ensure that this happened. And I can tell you right now, we had plenty of pushback from the Libs. Um, so I am super pleased. And then the details are going to just have to be worked through. Tell me how, and I was having a chat to someone earlier today about how this was triggered by the FTA with yep. the UK. Can you yep. just fill me in on the details because I'm not aware of how what would have triggered that and how that's come about. But can you give me sort of a top line? How how did this come about? It came about because uh, David Littleproud said, "I'm not signing the FTA, which is going to lose us around nine thousand UK WHMs or sorry holidaymakers." Yep. Uh, working 88 days a year, uh, that they're going to be going, I'm not signing it unless you give us the ag visa uh, with the with the seasonal worker program So right. uh, for ASEAN countries. Yeah. So it was absolutely negotiation and I'm just, I could kiss his feet. 
for working so hard and ensuring that this came through for our people because I know how much it means to producers. Yeah, absolutely does. And that was, honestly, that was as, as simple as I thought it was. But again, talking to girls, yeah. they're like, nah, nah, surely that's not how it works. I'm like, mate, this is politics. Of course that's how it works. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, just quickly, Anne, there's been talk around the council table um, in Swan Hill recently about a DAMA, a Designated Area Migration Agreement, and um, and specifically for a, a regional approach which might take in, you know, up to Renmark, up to Broken Hill, down to Echuca. I know uh, Shepparton have already applied for one on their own, down to maybe Horsham, which is a pathway to permanent residency. Do you think that's something that that could be still on the cards if if we could get everyone surrounding us, you know, as a huge agricultural food bowl region. Do you think that's something that's still possible? Uh, look, it's certainly possible. The the um, the key is for the council to be in agreement, yep, um, and to make that application, and uh, then get obviously tick the boxes for whatever those boxes are because they're not in front of my face. We haven't had a, a dharma signed off in uh, Mali that I'm aware of. No. So uh, this is something that we talked about probably two years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm really pleased that Swan Hill Council's got the um, the motivation and the incentive to push this forward. I think, you know, ev- every opportunity should be given to ensure that our workforce needs are being met. And, you know, that's not to say that, we're, that as a federal government we're not also pushing for um, increased education for Aussie kids, you know, our, our push towards STEM uh, subjects at school and trades and apprenticeships and, you know, the uh, freebie ag um, degree that you can now get going to uni. All of that is designed to encourage Australian kids to think of agriculture in the way that um, they could, mm. you know, for, for their future as a, as a not just you know, picking grapes off the farm, but actually um, implementing technological change and uh, digital improvements to whatever they're doing. Mm, it's a career path. Like, there's so many avenues yeah. now in the agriculture sector that it is a, a, an amazing career path in, in whatever you want to do. Um, it's not a council position just yet, <laughs> but it is something that I um, – I've been pushing it. I put a notice of motion through a couple of months ago and it is something that I think, again, we, as many avenues as we have to fill those those labour shortages and giving people pathways to permanent residency for skilled workers, you know, engineers, welders, skilled, um, skilled immigrants to settle here and keep their money here, bring their families here and, and be part of the community, I think it is really important. So... Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All of those options need to be on the table. So, um, yeah, look, I think it's it's really positive. This is um, the ag visa is something, obviously, that we've been working towards for a long time and I'm um, just really pleased it's um, now been agreed to and uh, needs to move forward. Yeah, this is brilliant. So I'm going to guess that there'll be a few uh, a few pieces in the media over the coming weeks that will tell farmers how they can be part of it and how they can uh, how they can sign up. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Hopefully, the COVID uh, thing won't you know hinder it. Well, yeah, we just need a, the on farm quarantine to be signed off on. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, that's right. I mean, and that it sounds simple. Uh, you know, we know there are risks with all of this, and those risks need to be mitigated and proper plans drawn up. Um, but you know, it's possible. And what we need is investment and uh, commitment from the state government, and obviously industry 
to make it work. Yeah, that's it. We can't have the state government coming in saying, yeah, you can do on-farm quarantine, but, the, you know, these are all the requirements and here's $0 to enforce it yeah. for local government because that's that's one of the yeah. challenges that we have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, I'm just got to go. So um, I'm in Canberra, obviously, and I've got to run to another meeting. So um, great to talk to you both. And, no worries. And uh, great day. Yeah, and, great uh, day. Just Thanks. on a side note, good outcome for the Bilwala family. They've been really Yeah, look, I think, it, I think it is. Um, it is. And, you know, I've had some people who think I'm heartless and cold. I'm not heartless and cold at all. And, you, you know, put up a photo of children who are upset and crying and we all, all of our hearts bleed. My concern is that um, as, a, as a government, we can't just be obviously led by our own personal feelings. We have to have principles at work here. We have to have policy that comes from those principles and processes that actually are fair, fair for everyone. And um, one family being singled out when there are thousands, thousands in similar situations and thousands who have been sent home. Yes. Uh, there's a lot more to that story than is frequently communicated. And, um, you know, we're, we're wanting to do the right thing by them, but also wanting to be fair to everyone else. Mm, exactly. Dr. Webster, thank you so much for your time. I will let you go. It is a great day, and I'm sure we've made a lot of people very happy with this announcement today, particularly around here. Good on you. Thanks, Thanks, Anne. Thanks, Anne. Bye. See ya. Bye. See ya. See ya. So, Charlie, so we'll keep this going. Jade. We may as well because we've only got – we're up to 50 minutes in this podcast yeah, right. already. Yeah. Um, that's, know, good, that's a great outcome. It is a great outcome. It's a great outcome. I'm glad to hear on, on public record that uh, Dr. Webster is in support of this little Dharma bee in my bonnet that I've got <laughs> because I'm going to I'm gonna keep pushing it. It's it's one yeah, of those things. It's one things. thing to get people here for a short amount of time, but yeah. it's good to have long-term – a long-term and look, plan. The thing is, it's not only our agriculture sector that's booming, and it does contribute over a billion dollars to our annual GDP, but our manufacturing industry in this area, and not just Swan Hill, you know, Mildura through to Shepparton, including Shepparton. We've asked them if we could, you know, include us in the Dharma and bring it right to Mildura. They've said no. So huh. my push is now, well, this the far northwest of our state and, and the far southwest of New South Wales need to create our own region now. Every, all the councils sign up. And we're our our own uh, our own region, yeah. so yeah, it'll make uh, make life a lot easier it for those chasing skilled. Life. Now, have mm. you seen uh, these? I'm holding up a pamphlet. <laughs> That's yes, good for the audience. I have seen them, and they they look great. Yeah, so do you want to describe to the audience what it is? What I'm seeing? Yes. Well, that to me looks like a flower. No, yeah, it's the um, the Robin Vale Euston Suicide Prevention Network flyers. One says fast face. Turn it around. Face, arm, speech, time, stroke, and suicide prevention. SALT, S-A-L-T, see, ask, listen, take. Love it. Right. So do you know what we're trying to get, the message we're trying to get across here? Yes, that if you see someone that may be at risk, is this where, is this yeah. where we're going? Well, mm-hmm. no. So what we're trying to uh, get people to think about is if you saw someone that was having a stroke, everyone knows the FAST acronym, mm-hmm. I think, do mm-hmm. they? Yeah, face, Maybe. arms. Speech. Speech. Time. T- time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know that, but okay. So everyone knows what to do in a stroke. Yep. Uh, what people don't realise, and they should be looking at mental health in the same way that they look at stroke or they look at a heart attack or they look at something of that magnitude, mm. is uh, a mental health emergency. Mm. 
and yes, uh, so what this is, is the C, ask, listen, talk, sorry, take, uh, with a SALT acronym. Mm. acronym. I can't even say it. My words are not working today. Wow. Mm. Today. Every day. Today. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's just, uh, well, it's a strategy yeah. to help people, uh, well, help people help other people, yep. if that makes sense. Yes. Uh, and also there is a little QR code down the bottom. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves a QR code. We do now. And... <laughs> And that will take you to the RESP network, the Rumbaugh Houston Suicide Prevention Network, um, which we have been getting a few hits on since yeah, the, the since been out and about. Great website. Mm. Mm. Yeah, who designed that one? Well, I think I designed it and you just you filled Good in stuff the – on there. Yeah. It's um, a great – it's a collaborative effort, Charlie. Yeah. 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 Uh, so anyway, you'll see them around town. Um, I've been seeing them. Yeah, There's I some have. at Loft. They're, they're around. Yeah. I've been putting them around. Yeah. Um, I was trying to get them to the footy club last Thursday, but there was no nobody there. No, but you can <laughs> come for Kutalettis this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, I live for Thursday night meals. Uh, yeah, so take one, have a look at one, I don't know, scan the QR code if you don't want to do it there and then. Pop it up in your workplace. Pop it up on a notice board. Yeah. Is there one at the gym? Mm, the you center? can take that one. Yeah, I will take that Actually, one. Take Thanks very much. Hey, um, we need to talk about, also before we go, there is a big old garage sale happening at a uh, friend of the show and uh, long-time supporters of the show, Rabs, Robin Vale Appliances and Furniture <laughs> right. Zone. I was going to say, Ben? No, ben? no, Ben is not having a garage sale, but end of financial year is coming up quickly. So uh, get in because stock is really hard to get hold of at times. Yeah. But they've got – what is she banging? Oh, I went in to see Carrie ann and Beck today. They've got a 75-inch TV for – under fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, right. That's good. What's this? There's a high sense soundbar for under three hundred. There's a Kenwood. Now Kenwood's a good brand when it comes to spinny things. Yes, they are. Uh, a fifty five dollar blender. That's a saving of seventy four dollars, Charles. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, Westinghouse five hundred and thirty litre fridge for under fifteen hundred dollars. A big fridge. It's a big fridge. Uh, what's that? Vacuum cleaners save seventy dollars. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's lots of stuff. They're having a garage oh, so sale. I know. Yes. Uh, I'm kind of out of a garage sale, so I'm buy, buy swap sale. Oh, yeah. Uh, if anyone needs a barbecue or a chest freezer, not a chest freezer, or a little open bar fridge uh, freezer, let me know. Oh. You haven't got a wine fridge, have you? No. Nah. Mm. Damn it. Oh, oh well. What know? else are you getting rid of? Uh, that's about it. That's all I've got left. Oh. Yeah. That's not bad, though, if you've mm. managed to offload. Did you sell your bedroom suite? Yep. Wow. Has it gone already? Yeah. It- didn't take long. So Coffee you're not machine. sleeping at the house at all anymore? Coffee machine. Oh, my God, that went like that. Yeah, of course it did. What, yeah. what brand was it? It was a Breville. But there are some coffee machines at Revs Rav. in there. <laughs> this was probably too cheap, though. Garage sale. Uh, they've got some good ones in there. But mm. Do they I, have the Breville Brewster? Oh, I don't know. They've got Breville in there. I can recommend people. Okay, great. Mm. You can recommend. Well, that's important, Do you want to know anything about uh, – What? No, go on. I can always turn the music off. Oh, just uh, if anyone's out there and they would like some information on how to call an ambulance or, uh, you know, what to do in an emergency, I have some different languages. How to call can – you, can you speak in those languages? No. 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 But there's paperwork. So, so. Yeah, there's paper, which is not, not ideal for a podcast, which is an auditory medium. Yeah, but, I mean, I can <laughs> give them to people. So any community um, – or any community organisations out there that have people that – you know, English is not their first language. Yep. 
cultural and linguistically diverse is the acronym we use for them. Well, now, I didn't want it? to use that because people don't are not always. Over we them. can say that you just don't use the cold acronym. Oh, sorry. Mm. Mm. Um, so we can get them straight from you. Sure. Being the community engagement. What's your title? Uh, operational moment? community uh, engagement liaison coordinator. Wow, that's a long O-Selk. title. OSELC is what they call me. Of course. Mm. Another acronym. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Well. What else, Charles? Um, nothing. I was going to go back and watch a movie tonight, but that's not going to happen. Are you going to the cocktail night with the footy club this weekend? No, I've got something on Saturday. Oh, what's that? You've got I, nothing on. No, I you just I don't want to go. No, I do. Uh, no, I do. I, I'm babysitting. Are you? Yes. What? Who's kids? I'm just picking up and dropping off people. Ah. Mm. Oh, if I know you, you knew you were the taxi, I could have had you pick us up from Tulubo. Oh, no, not here in Mildred. The Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.